Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I was obviously out at Origin 1 last night. We had the live show at the Locker Room Hotel before, so if you were one of the punters and dribblers that came out to that, thank you very much. I uh, got to have a lot of conversations with you guys, uh, a few photos and whatnot. It was a cracking night. That bloke in a bar community, it is second to none. What Denon has created there is incredible. Um... And yeah, pretty honoured to be a small part of that. But thank you to everyone that came out to the live show. It was sensational. All the support that we all received was fantastic. I know for myself and Timmy, uh, very, very humbling experience. So it was great to see you all. Thank you for coming out and supporting uh, Denon, Bloke in a Bar, and myself, Timmy, and the Hello Sport Boys as well. It was a sensational night. Uh, we rolled that into the game, obviously. Uh, got a couple of pies, got a couple of beers and whatnot. Uh, a couple of Keith Urbans, really enjoyed myself, had a great night uh, and I'm going to sit back today and re-watch the game as I said on Instagram and Twitter before I will have my full review coming out at about four o'clock but I love being at games it's enjoyable but especially for big games like that I just feel like you don't get a, uh, a real grasp of everything that's going on because that stadium you're just so far away from everything my eyesight long distance to the other end of the field isn't fantastic either so uh, I'm going to sit back today re-watch that game uh, take some proper notes put up a real review for you guys later but I thought I'd just give you my live reaction based on what I saw last last night um, before I sit back and watch it closely again. And uh, some of the stuff I say might not be on the money. So it'll be interesting to see how I change my mind uh, after I watch it the Savo. But um, look, I thought New South Wales in the first 25 minutes were the better team. I really did. I thought we were winning the ruck. We were slowing it down. We were getting on the front foot. I thought we looked great. And I just felt like it was a matter of time till we scored two or three tries. We got one try. And I hope, I hope you listened uh, to the Guru's last word yesterday on the Rugby League Guru podcast. And you took Jack White and first try score. We were on that one. Uh, $14 you got for that on Sportsbet. So a nice little collect there for all of you if you listened to that one. Our other two bets, we only had three bets for the 
the entire night. New South Wales 1-12. Jack White in first try and and uh, Cam Murray anytime try scorer. So Cam Murray scored at $5.50 as well. So if you got on all of those, uh, you were absolutely cruising. And I was thinking for a while there, if New South Wales would have got into it at the back end and won 1-12, to 12, it would have been about 190 to 1 that bet. So that would have been unreal. But hopefully you, you picked up Jack White in first try scorer and you collected on Cam Murray as an any-timer there at $5.50. So it was a good start. Jack White scored first. I was very, very confident. Nath missed the goal. Wasn't his greatest game last night. I'm very keen to see. Uh, I, I've obviously I've tried to avoid uh, Twitter and Instagram and everyone's takes as much as I can because uh, I just want to watch it without being poisoned by what everyone else thinks essentially but it looks like Nath is copying a little bit of criticism um, I saw one post of a guy that fucking <laughs> took screenshots of everything that happened in the game and everything Nathan Cleary did I, I had a quick squiz at that and uh, that screams of a guy that's been terribly wrong for two years and he's taken his opportunity now pretending like Nath Cleary can't play uh, it was a poor game in my opinion I think he missed a few opportunities I'm not exactly sure how many but I am keen uh, to sit back and watch that one uh, and keep a close eye on Nath uh, but yeah, look, I, I thought in the first half we were on top um, and then all of a sudden Queensland, they just took their opportunities. I mean, KP came down that short side. It was a cutout ball that bounced. Uh, so, you know, I, in my opinion, I don't think it was a great play, but once it got in the hands of Selwyn Cobbo, fuck, he nailed that moment. Sometimes you only get one opportunity in a game and Selwyn Cobbo, he made his count and this is this just shows how special this kid is. To put that nudge in, I thought it was sensational. Pass from KP wasn't great. The play from Queensland, and wasn't executed well, but that little bit of class that Selwyn Cobbo showed on debut, I thought that was sensational. I thought his carries out of his own end were really good too, Selwyn. So a great pick by Billy Slater. I wouldn't have picked him, uh, but he well and truly showed last night that Selwyn Cobbo is ready for that next stage, for that biggest stage of rugby league. So well done to him. They scored that try. All of a sudden, they're up 6-4, and I was sort of sitting there going, fuck, how on earth? Has this happened? How have we been so dominant in the first 25 minutes and then it fell apart? Now, Cam Murray, we got him for the anytime try scorer. He was, of course, taken back to the bench by Brad Fittler, which was a very interesting move. And I didn't like it at the start of the, before the game started. When I saw it, I was a bit shocked. Uh, but then once the game started and we were so dominant through the first 25 minutes, I sort of thought, okay, here we go. Junior Bolo's going to come on. Cam Murray's going to come on. And we're just going to absolutely dominate this. This might be a masterstroke by Freddie. I thought Cam Murray was sensational. Uh, Junior, I thought he was pretty disappointing, and I, I don't understand why Freddie took Isaiah Yo off and put uh, Junior Bolo on. I just that that change didn't really make too much sense to me. For me, I know that Isaiah Yo had a knock on in the early parts of the game, uh, but I thought we we're at our most dangerous when Isaiah Yo was on the field, and that really shouldn't surprise anyone. I'm very keen to see how it, how it looks when I rewatch it closely on TV, uh, but. To me, it felt like as soon as Isaiah went off, we were just going east and west. We weren't going north and south like we had been to start the game when we were really getting on the front foot. So for me, I think Isaiah, he just has to be an 80-minute guy. He just has to be there. Uh, I think he just has to get through the defensive work he has to because his his awareness uh, and his ball playing is just too important to this New South Wales side. He has to be on the field. That's where I sort of felt like uh, we started to lose this game a little bit. Now... 
we came out in the second half. Well, before we came out in the second half, some guys that really stood out to me. Uh, I thought Paddy Carrigan was unreal in the first half. He was really, really strong um, th- through the minutes that he played, and he got even better uh, in the second half. I thought Jack Whiten scored the first try, obviously. I think he had two handling errors, but he was just terrorizing um, Queensland the entire night, and I think that it ended up being a really good pick there at left center. Uh, he made some big tackles as well, came up with some big plays in defense, a couple of try savers and whatnot, and in attack, he was just scintillating. He was just going at him, and that's sort of what you want from Jack. We know he's got a great running game, and he really did show it last night, uh, but Paddy Carrigan, I thought he was unbelievable. Uh, we, we'll get to the second half now, and that DCE try off the scrum, like, that's one of the softest origin tries you'll ever see. I, I sort of, to me, it almost looked too soft. Uh, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I had some people as I leave the ground say to me um, that there was a bit of holding on in the scrum, uh, so I'm very keen to watch that again, but uh, you know, I, I still think Tariq Sims got beaten all ends out. I think uh, Teddy bit a little bit too hard getting to the outside there as well, so uh, I'll be interested to see if there is anything in the scrum uh, that he was held back or whatever, but the Blues, they still shouldn't have conceded that try. A very soft try in the Origin Arena, uh, and I, I, I feel like that try was just a moment where the Blues just looked around each other and went, what the fuck? We have been dominating this game. We have been on top the entire time, and then that happens. Just bizarre, and you know, it, it didn't all go Queensland's way either, and that's what that's what really upset me. They had injuries. Jeremiah Nanai got injured. Xavier Coates, he didn't return in the game, so their interchanges were fucked around with. They had to move guys around. It was in Sydney, I mean. There was no excuse for us to lose that game. We had every reason to win that game as it was, and then during the game, a lot of things went our way as well. Uh, So I just, very, very very disappointing as a New South Wales Blues fan, and uh, it's going to be tough to come back from what they've done. And then, you know, the last 30, 40 minutes or so, Cam Munster, fucking hell, he is an absolute freak. Um, When you get Melbourne, when you get Queensland in like a a set shape and structure, I'm not as worried about Cam Munster. He can still hurt you. There's no doubt about it. But if you defend well on the set structures, you'll normally be okay. It's when he throws that dummy and he comes back infield. And he's been doing this for a number of years. And, I like, there's not many guys that are capable of doing this. Like, even, like, even Joey and Freddie couldn't really do this sort of stuff that he does where they just throw a dummy to no one on one side, knowing he's never going to pass the ball. And then just the entire field freezes and he just skips inside. And he's just waiting for someone to come up on him. And then he beats them. I think that, like... Wally Lewis was the only real guy that was capable of doing this sort of stuff. And, you know, I've said a number of times this year, but Munster has got a lot of Wally Lewis about him. He just has so much time. He never looks like he's moving that quick, but seemingly everyone else around him is moving slower. Um, He's just an absolute freak, Munster. Some of the shit he did in that game was incredible. And there, there was a break that he made at one point where he went through and he had KP on his inside. And shout-out to Damian Cook. They were running sort of directly at me. Uh, and Timmy Williams picked up on it as well, who I was sitting next to from the SC Playbook. Uh, he sort of said, you know, that, that effort by, by Damian Cook to get back there and go shoulder for shoulder with KP so that so that Munster couldn't pass him the ball. You know, by that point, Cook had already made about 35 or 40 tackles. He would have been absolutely exhausted and um, still managed to get back there. A huge, huge effort there. But Munster, uh, he was just on another level last night. He is just incredible. Obviously, I've tried to avoid a lot of social media as much as I can, uh, but I have seen a couple of posts and whatnot saying that Munster got a 10. I'm very keen to see if it was worth a 10. Uh, that has to be an almost perfect game for me to give it a 10. But there was a couple of kicks he put in too. There was a kick that he put in uh, down the left-hand side in the... 
would have been the first half? Yeah, first half, which was an absolute fucking nudge. And I sort of remember thinking at about the 30th minute mark, I think I might have even said to me, Williams, geez, Munster's been a little bit quiet so far. Uh, but as soon as it all evened up and Queensland got a little bit on the front foot, Munster just went up another gear. But once again, I'm very keen to see in the 30 minutes if he was as quiet as I thought he was. Uh, it's all uh, it's all a bit hard to get a grasp on it uh, when you're at the game. But it matter like, the last 30 minutes is more important anyway, and that's when Munster really stood up and he delivered. Um, I thought that when Critter came on, uh, it was interesting. Now, he gave away a penalty. Uh, he Then there was a try scored down his edge. Now, uh, to me, watching it live, uh, it looked like he got caught in a little bit of no man's land there. It was a good read by, I think it was Munster that came down that side and threw the ball. Munster or KP, once again, I'll have to watch it again. I'm not sure if that was Critter's fault or not. I'm keen to watch that one closely again. Uh, but then there was another moment where they had the ball. They were on the front foot at the other end, and Critter had the ball stolen from him by Cam Munster. Um you know, and that's that's sort of th- it's definitely two errors, uh, potentially three that uh, were pretty big for New South Wales. So it'll be interesting to see if Stephen Crichton holds on to his spot. Uh, it's the first big game I've ever seen Critter play in that he really didn't have a huge moment in, essentially. Uh, so I'm sure he'll be really hurting from that one. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Freddie does now. Um, I thought that you know New South Wales the last 15 minutes they started to play some footy because Isaiah Yo was back on the field and they were going straight. Uh, uh, but they just weren't able to get the job done. There was a tackle by, and it was at the other end of the field. So forgive me if I get it wrong, but I think it was Kalen Ponga who made a tackle sort of on the last play, essentially, uh, that was a very, very big try saver. There was another tackle that Munster made on Jack Whiten uh, when Jack Whiten made, made a line break up the left side, and Cam Munster just found a way to get there. Once again, don't quote me on those. I'll have to watch the replay closely again, which I will today. Then I'll do a bit of a deeper review uh, for you guys. But. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Queensland, you know, they took their opportunities, and that's what you got to do in the Origin Rainy. You have to take every single opportunity. I felt like the New South Wales Blues, they really didn't. I thought the kicking game uh, was pretty average from the Penrith boys, to be honest with you. I didn't think it was that good. I think they forced one or two dropouts that weren't them. I think Tony Staggs got one. Uh, I think there was, was, was another one at another point, but I thought that just their kick placement was off, which was very, very unusual for Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai. Once again, I was out there, so hard to get a grasp on it, but I, I am keen to watch it on the TV today, get a better understanding, but I thought the kicking game lacked, and personally, I thought that was going to be the big difference in this game, so very disappointing there. As far as changes go, you know, we were sort of talking as as we left the ground. Uh, I'll be interested to see if Tariq Sims stays for another game. Uh, I'll be interested to see if Stephen Crichton stays for another game. I'll be interested to see if Ryan Madison stays. He only played 30-odd minutes, and I don't think he was bad, but I honestly hardly noticed Maddo when when he was on the field, to be honest with you. Uh, When he subbed off... I didn't even realise he was really on the field. And maybe that's because I was out there and it does look a little bit different. I'm keen to see how he goes uh, on on the TV today. I also haven't looked at stats or anything like that. I thought Paddy Carrigan was unreal. I thought Ruben Cotto was really good defensively through the middle. 
So, yeah, pl- plenty to watch there. And I thought KP was fantastic. I thought he had a really good game, KP. He was everywhere for them. Uh, he did exactly what I thought he would do once he got into the Origin Arena and in a new team and in a new system away from Newcastle. So it's going to be very tough for the Blues to come back from this. Very, very tough. We're going to have to go to Perth. That's a decider. Essentially, we have to win that. There is no question around that. And then somehow we have to find a way to beat Queensland at Suncorp, which traditionally has been extremely difficult. Uh, a very disappointing night for New South Wales fans, but congratulations to you Queensland fans, especially the ones that showed out there last night. Uh, you got booed, you got heckled, you copped it left, right and centre, and your team, they just went out and did what they needed to do. They took every opportunity that they could. They made every single one of them count. If New South Wales would have done the same, I think we win by a long way there, but we didn't. Queensland did, so credit to them. That's what Origin's about. It didn't go perfectly for Queensland, obviously, playing in Sydney. Um, they had injuries throughout the game. They had to bring Nanai onto the field because Xavier Coates was injured. They had to move Kurt Capel around. Then Nanai got injured. He had to come off, shuffle more guys around. Then he came back, so they wasted interchanges there. I thought Harry Grant and Ben Hunt were outstanding for Queensland as well. And, I mean, I thought it was pretty evident that Harry Grant isn't 100%. He didn't play huge minutes there. The minutes he did play he looked really good. And when he came off, I sort of thought, beautiful, he was carving us there. Ben Hunt did a great job, though, no doubt about it. But I think that's another thing that might have been going against Queensland. I don't think Harry Grant was anywhere near 100% out there, or I think he would have played more minutes. So credit to the Maroons. They were the better side. Uh, I I thought we were the better side for a long time. But if you don't capitalise on the metres you're making through the middle and when you're dominating the ruck, then you know you don't deserve to win the, the, those games. In Queensland, they did. They had a great second half. They just held in there in the first half. They were on the back foot for the first 30 minutes. But as Queenslanders always tend to do, they just hung in there. And sometimes that's just what you have to do. You have to weather the storm sometimes and then take advantage of the opportunities you're given. And I thought Queensland did that incredibly well. As I said, I'll be sitting down and watching the game very, very closely today, taking a heap of notes and we'll have a full review coming for you at around 4pm this afternoon on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.